If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. I literally can't see with those two pairs of glasses on. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Have you guys have you have you guys seen the uh, the Daily Show one thousand graphics that came in yesterday? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god! This is the good stuff. It's good. The right stuff. Yes, I saw it. it Jewish good. apocalypse. It's Terminator based. Oh oh! I'm going to rewatch that. We're the TDS one thousand. I see what you've done. Have you seen this rabbi? <laughs> have you seen this song? Have you seen this goy? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're not hunting Goyim here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so what so is funny this daily? What, it's always fun. Yeah. What is this daily show at nine nine fifty four? Nine fifty four. Where yeah. are you? Have it's we done what that? time I wake up in the morning? Have we done that joke every one hundred episodes? Episode X fifty four. Where are you? Do you know where your Goyim are? <laughs> it's well past ten o'clock. So you could know. do like the Have you seen this Goy? And it's like, oh, you, you know what? I posted prep. I didn't make I, sure that it works. Let me make sure it works real quick. I, I objectify to being hauled right. before this there court. We, very good. It's working. We don't have the grounds. We don't have the grounds in the jurisdiction like, to haul. I got a question for Daryl Book. What is it book. that's left over? Daryl Books in a coffee maker after you re- make a pot. Grounds. All right. Sorry. Which Sorry. grounds? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Which grounds? Which grounds? Disgusting wet grounds that get moldy do? if you don't take the filter out. The way out. you do this yeah, is as someone is is overruling you and stating why, you yell grounds over grounds, what they're yeah. stating, their reason yeah. to be. And then they have to repeat themselves. He's actually just cleaning out his coffee maker. He's like, <laughs> grounds. I, I, didn't change, I didn't take the filter out for a week. It's all moldy and disgusting. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> How can I? Uh, all right, I have been patiently keeping up with this trial. Yeah, I know you. I've been, I, I have. I've uh, been doing it. I've been. I've been uh, relying every on every day. It's my the same argument at the beginning of court before they bring in the jurors. It's well, the state of Wisconsin. They can't be a plaintiff in this case. It's and like then, yeah, okay. You're there that's though. Settled. That's long. Settled. It's like you're there though. If that was true, they're like, why are you there? Why is I mean? Yeah. Well, how come you can't leave? Well, the reason you can't leave is because of force. Yeah, but force still. I so mean, it's still it's just like people that don't. But it's like live in reality. I mean, is this like me the, the fifteen minute nigger or the fifteen? It's like, bro, like yesterday <laughs> yeah. we said no. Like, but what the judge? What this judge actually said to him, like two weeks ago when he's making arguments like that. But the, but you're saying that this court has the ground has the justification to rule on whether it has the. You're appealing to the court to decide. Whether it has the authority. Whether it has the authority to rule. Like, you're kind of inherently <laughs> accepting that we do. So it seems like you have a problem here. Oh, that's a good one. He didn't, he didn't ever think of that problem. His, his, which, yeah, his nigger, his nigger brain screeched to a halt. Yeah. Well, I don't think he even understood what she was saying. Yeah. There's only so, there's only so many levels of, of abstraction that a nigger brain can handle. Mm. And, she, and she went one level too deep. <laughs> Oh, that's still, it, was, that, it was funny this morning because he, he basically uh, implied that he was trying to lay the case for an appeal, 
you know, conceding that they're going to find him guilty. That's basically which also concedes that the appeals court yeah has the authority. This is rule, basically like so... he's basically like he, as a nigger, he's like the dog. What they would say about a dog that's chasing cars, like you wouldn't, he wouldn't know what to do with them if you caught them. Oh, nice. That's kind of Daryl Brooks. Like, wouldn't he wouldn't know what to do if like his motion was granted? You know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this is the that's the uh, that's the T oh, that's, that's the TDS one thousand. That is freaking awesome. Now I don't. That is a. Now I don't really That is really awesome. That yeah. is fantastic. It's actually a, a mashup it. of uh, Terminator Two and Terminator One. Oh, and I just and I just <laughs> okay. noticed the, I just noticed the, gu- the guitar. Neck well, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm not I didn't complaining. know he, put, he had I'm the, just noting that the shark fin inlays the, the Jackson guitar neck in there. I didn't notice that when I first looked at it. Now that it's all blown up in front of me. That's pretty badass. Awesome. I love that. That is so good. I'm a big fan. That is. I can't wait till episode 1000 now. So we shouldn't be looking at that though, because we're a long way off from that. How would I remove that? Yeah, we're still a few weeks off from that. But uh, how many? Uh, how many weeks is 46 shows? That's like math and shit. Know. Like 15 weeks. It's like, like math. It's like, I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna have to ask Daryl Brooks. That's yeah. That's yeah. He's math boy. He knows math. Math boy fly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not math boy. I'm just, I'm a theory cell. Yeah. I like when, so. when when niggers call like rapping like mathematics. It's like no, it's actually not mathematics at all. Well, mathematics going like one, two, three, four, and like I, I fitting suppose. stuff in between those. But they mean like the actual complex, complex, funny lyrics. It's like that shit's he's spitting math, yo. He's spitting math. It's funny. White people are better, and then niggers at that stuff. Like all white rappers are better. Oh yeah. It's better at everything. Uh, we're, we're better, for example, at not being terrorist criminals to kill people in Christmas parades. Mm. And and God. also better at rapping. Two things we're better at than blacks. <laughs> you know, and so. the funny thing is, my dad used to say um, about rap music when he would hear it, he'd be like, you know, this is actually, he, he actually would say there's not any white supremacist way. So, you know, this is actually like a, a uh, Viking and Anglo-Saxon tradition. They used to call it the dozens, where people would basically drink and insult each other, and it would be, it would, and and it would be like an insult contest, and like the clever insults would. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This well, is an old, like this is an old Nordic anglo Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. Saxon tradition, really, and I was like, now uh-huh. I'd be like, Dad, are you are you? Are you saying that blacks never invented anything? Are you a white supremacist? That's the McNabb Thanksgiving dinner right there. Yeah. Drink alcohol. I think Celts, Celts also would do it. I mean, I think the dozens just like a northern European thing. Like the northern Europeans just get together drinking and salt. Christmas, yeah, around Christmas. You get yeah. you drink and you maybe occasionally you break your brother's nose or something. I mean, this is just what happens. Well, Celts always would end in fisticuffs. <laughs> but, uh, it's definitely happened in my household, uh, one particular yeah. thing, uh, Christmas. Right, yeah, but I mean, it's it, it's a, but I think there was like an actual format to it in some places where like they the Friars Club like roasts rounds with each other. Yeah. You sit on the dais and they all take turns. But well, I think the, the dozens would be like a one on one, like Jewish, you though. you insult now, you insult now, you insult the crowd, like uh-huh. the crowd judges based on laughter and cheers and oh snap, oh snap, you know, oh snaps. Oh, like, remember they did that like oh snap that, or like snaps or something was on MTV where people would do that shit. I stole somebody's line and I created a new Yo Mama joke the other day. I don't know if you saw oh, yeah. it. Like, your mama's so oh, fat, every relationship she gets into is polyamorous. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Pretty good. Aren't they like legalizing polyamory in like some cities now? Like in San Francisco, New York, like polyamory is now going to be legal or something. I read somewhere. I I, 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 I missed the point where I missed the spot where it actually was like illegal in the first place. It doesn't seem like any. Well, 
I mean, it's not illegal. It's not illegal, but they they are like formalizing. It. They're giving you they're giving you a way to formalize a polyamorous relationship, which is you know, which, which is funny because is, for know, years someone, they were fighting against this for Mormons. You know, just being this is not it's not a political act. They're not trying to impose anything on anybody. They're just these people exist, and you have to let them exist because it's not you know they're not saying you should become polyamorous. Yeah, it's not that it, it's no, not, no, this is not just like pure ideology in action. This is actually just how people want to have yeah, people actually want to have these relationships. I just like I like I think I think Ranbot Ranbot was playing some shit lib like sound clip last week about someone making this argument whereas like the like coming out like we would in opposition to some weird like lifestyle thing that someone's doing and saying basically our piston would be like, "Well, we want to have a society where there isn't space for that." Right. So it's like that, like the being in in resistance to this like brave new whatever that they're putting out there culturally, that's sort of unfair, and that is that's an imposition. But the uh, the weirdness that the, of polyamory or whatever the fuck it is, trans, like that's not that's not an imposition to anybody else. I'm like, oh, oh, oh yes, it mm. is. It's a total imposition. I think I, th- I think I think I have another uh, uh, objection to that, which is mm-hmm. poly- polyamory has been tried before and it failed, and we moved past that, and we're not going to go back. End of discussion. Well, there, my thing is also the, clock the argument. A bunch of dinosaurs. They, the argument of this won't affect you. It's just it what people want to do in their private lives has been burned. Like we're not going to be fooled by that again. You tried that with homosexuality in the eighties, and well, people bought it. The problem is oh, conservatives are can, fooled by it. Like they do, they half of them kind I, of. Well, like the, think, pe- the people that they can be fooled all no, they no want. That, we're not fooled. Accepts that fucking premise because I can't be a private Nazi now, can I? If no, I'm a right. Nazi well, in my private exactly. life, there's what ex- happens? There's exceptions to well, this everything. Is, this goes to my point is that they have burned <laughs> that argument. I think in the yeah. 80s there were people willing to believe this about homosexuality. Um, and because even even to get all liberals on board with it, they had to kind of do this because there was – because I was a – I was raised to be liberal. But I never liked gay shit. I always mm-hmm. actually thought it was disgusting and hated it and didn't want anything to do with it. So the cult for me – to even remain liberal until I was about like 19 years old when I stopped being liberal was um, it's just private stuff. Like I don't worry about it. They don't make it my business. But then people kept making it my business. So once you get, once you get acceptance or theoretical acceptance based on such an argument, then you, now is the time when you put it, when you actually do shove it down other people's throats or put it in everybody's face. The whole like yelling and screaming. That that argument can't, you know, it's been, keep your laws. You get to be like, oh, like uh, keep your laws, keep your government out of my bedroom. It's like, well, get your bedroom off my sidewalk. Get your bedroom out of my kid's school. Get your, get your, get your, your, uh, urine kiddie pool off of public streets. Yeah. Oh, you can't. All right, then let's just brutally oppress your thing. So it doesn't happen anymore. Right. If your thing is about like literally a kiddie pool where people urinate on each other in public streets, which is something that happens at these pride parades. Well, then, you know, we're going to come down on you with the ultimate, you've never, oh, you haven't heard about this. Wait, how have you missed this? We've talked about this before. Uh, Yeah, no, this is something that happens at gay pride. No, that's a pool party. We well no it's it's well I mean yeah uh, unfortunate turn of phrase there yeah I'm just yeah. I'm not I'm not going to play this this public private distinction game I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me it's just the privacy of our own bedrooms and then next thing I know you will you you you're inflating a kiddie pool on a public street so so grown men can get in there and piss on each other then I'm gonna say well well why shouldn't I uh, guess I guess I'm never gonna trust you again and why, now but, here's the fist of the state. Just why shouldn't? But why shouldn't I be concerned about what you're doing in private? Especially if I if I have an interest. That's another where, good question. If I'm if I'm not an animi- if I reject the premise that I should be an atomized individual <laughs> with no allegiance to anyone, say I want to be part of a society and I want that society to to uh, survive. 
Why should I not be interested in what's going on behind closed doors? What if you're What if you're plotting behind closed doors? What if you're a traitor? Right. What if you're evil? Well, that's what they tre- that's how they treat us, right? Right. Because they don't let somebody be a Nazi in private. No. Like they don't let you be a Nazi just making racist comments and anti-Semitic comments. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 in your private. Like, no, they have if, to get if, involved. If I'm having in a conversation with my family and friends, and we're talking about niggers, making nigger jokes, talking about how shitty Jews are. That doesn't hurt anybody, but they'll argue that it does. Of course, they'll say it does because it's perpetuating ideas Something that are right, bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wouldn't the same be true of a bunch of faggots sitting around talking about how they want to have sex yes. with like eight-year-old boys? I think no, they, it, think it would be true. It, it would be true, and it is true because what 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 you're doing when you privately discuss things that are against state uh, and social ideology of those in power, you are undermining their rule. Right. You are actually undermining their rule. You are making them appear ridiculous, in fact. And so when yeah. faggots do faggot stuff in private, if you have a society that wants to have a certain moral paradigm, they are making you look ridiculous by doing that. So you, you stop them from doing it mm-hmm. because you, you, want, you don't want them to you, – they are literally undermining the entire premise of your rule. The entire premise of Western – the ruling class and the, the Jewish ruling class in Western world today is that of diversity, equity, inclusion, anti-whiteness, pro, <laughs> pro-non-white races, and, and Jewish power, right? So when you sit around and you talk about that even in private, you are actually presenting a direct challenge to power. <laughs> so that it's their business what you're talking about in private. If you are if you're undermining Jewish the Jewish right to rule – by making anti-Semitic comments mm-hmm. in private, it, they absolutely consider that to be their business. They consider you to be a subversive, and they want to find a way to take legal actions against you. So the same would apply to us. I mean, every ruling class has a line they don't let. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. People cross uh, in terms of what they say, no matter what they say about free speech or whatever. There's always going to be even even if we took power, there would be a line. We wouldn't let people cross. just ask Kanye. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, there <laughs> you go. Well, Kanye West is, is it, dude. They are literally saying this nigger is a national security threat. I saw an article this morning <laughs> saying they, they weren't saying it directly. It was some dude who works for his name was like. Uh, McNamee, so I guess he's not Jewish, but he works for the Milken Institute, and Michael Milken is Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he's like a, he's like a, he, he himself is, funny enough, he's a social media investor, Roger McNamee, and he works for, he works as a uh, philosopher or a, a, for a think tank, uh, Milken Institute, which is run by the Jew, Michael Milken, who went to jail mm-hmm. in the 80s for junk bond shit, oh, right. and uh, is a super billionaire. <laughs> 
And also is the sponsor of that nigger poet that Wait. read the poem Joe Hold Biden's up. inauguration. Milken is sponsored her. Hold so, up. Hold uh, up. Hold yeah. up. So he went to jail for the junk bondsmanship, but he got to keep his billions? How does that work? Yeah, he went to jail That's for like a call uh, a timeout. He yeah, just he went to timeout. Yeah. He got to keep all okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I think he got to keep because again, there was I'm sure he had money that they claim was like this had nothing to do with junk bonds. Like, so they, he didn't, was, they shouldn't have just taken all of his money. So he was like selling junk bonds behind closed doors and that should have just been allowed. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, he was doing a lot of stuff behind closed doors. Behind the doors. <laughs> but he still is now considered you know, him going to jail. That never see the funny thing is going to jail never hurts your standing in the Jewish community. <laughs> No. Um, like you're always welcome back with open arms, particularly if you've got a lot of money and you give a lot of money to Jewish causes and you do things like you sponsor uh, think tanks where guys that work for it say things like social media, like like social media is becoming a national security threat. And then your number one example of how that is, is, is Kanye West. Hmm. That was the article I read on Yahoo Finance this morning. Just this morning, I read this article. And I thought it was funny because I was like, oh, I was like, is this guy Jewish that's saying this? And I was like, oh, well, Robert, Rod, I think Roger or Robert McNamee doesn't sound like a Jewish name. But then I saw down a few paragraphs. He works for the Milken Institute. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> so now we see right. now we see the Jewry inherit in the system. Well, Jews don't give a shit about that. <laughs> now we see the Jewry inherit in the system. You want to joke because they're not they're not moral people. White people have morality, not right. Jews. Like they don't consider they consider like whatever SEC regulations to just be an obstacle, not yeah. like uh, not like something that's, that not so not like a not something based on a principle of how you're supposed to conduct yep. business. It's just right. something in their way. It's just something annoying, mm-hmm. right? There's no and and you could even sure the SEC I'm sure is filled with scumbags at this point, but the theory of it was like, hey, if you're trading and exchanging securities and speculative assets, like there are certain ethical rules that you have to to uh, to abide by to make sure you're not doing shenanigans. Now, I would just say, like, maybe, maybe this, this, maybe we should be really stringent about the idea of trading speculative assets because it seems to me that a very small group of incredibly wealthy people benefit from this system, and millions and millions of people get fucked when they. Yeah, fuck I wonder up. what the world would be like without that. You know, yeah. you know, I've I've, I've read rules. having read all the uh, having read all like the Misesian sort of like anarcho-capitalist sort of apologia for for investment and speculation you just there's there's like what would what would life be like without that like what if you couldn't inflate a bubble on some on some well the problem yeah, asset I mean, or, they're, they're, or commodity and then have it explode in someone's face what's funny is those apologies that they make for it accept all of the premises right. of people that are against it they just turn them on their head yeah so they say speculation doesn't create uh doesn't create distortions it, it evens them out yeah, right? like say, without yeah. speculations, these kinds of recessions and distortions would be worse. The speculators perceive them and they move assets to a place so when the thing hits, it's less bad than it would be. I'm like, that is some fucking that is some fucking retcon bullshit. Like, what's yeah, the evidence for that claim? Like, it's there. It's just it's pure ideology. It's only a deductive claim. Like, I mean, my favorite thing when people present with me a case that is entirely deductive with no examples or no nothing concrete about it, I'm just like, yeah, but see, you could also just be wrong. Like, have you considered? Have you considered this premise? Maybe you're just wrong. What because we haven't wrong? tested this, so it could possibly be entirely fucking wrong. The Austrian theory of the business cycle, maybe it's just wrong. Mm. Oh, oh, we don't test things with the Austrian theory of the business cycle. Uh, the, the, these things are, are deductively true. Right. That's, don't, yeah. And when you when you do that, my point is maybe you're just fucking wrong. 
But I was no, actually I, having... I, 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 no, hold on. You're saying that I'm wrong, but I can't be wrong because my theory is just unfalsifiable. It can be neither right nor wrong. Then then it's then it's not worth remember... talking about. <laughs> it's right? just do you remember the do you remember the price gouging? <laughs> right. The price gouging defenses were my favorite. Problem oh yeah, price gouging means that capital will know get a price signal to bring more such resources into an area. I'm if, like, yeah, but what if if you the own problem a problem? Well, you know, you're missing the things like interpersonally. If you own a convenience store and a hurricane hits and the power's out and it's a disaster area, and you only have like, let's say you have eight packages of D batteries left, people need D batteries in the power. It's like now, you, it's it, you, it is your moral obligation. It's not just your right to do it. Your obligation to price those at like fifty dollars a pack. Otherwise, otherwise some they won't go to the most needed place. Well, otherwise right. someone will just come right. in and they'll buy all eight packs and they'll be out on the street. Scalping them. For well, the other thing you could do is say, "I'm only selling one per customer." Yeah, it's, we could just which they do that stuff oftentimes. Like, but now yeah, these prices are more than one. I got a question. Are these prices you ration? No, no. Oh, but, oh, but you can't do that. You can't do that because that's rationing. Yeah. Is, Why it, ration? possible, is it possible to fuck with market signals and distort them or uh, mitigate no. them or exaggerate them? Is that possible? No. Because Only, inherently, any signal sent through the market is the market signal, and the market signal is what the basis of all morality. Well, it's only oh. it's, a, it's only so it's, whatever market signal gets sent, there's a mechanism by which it is sent. Therefore, it is it is moral to do. The so. only time it's like manipulation or it's bad in some way is when it's going to help out the average Joe at the expense of like profitable Jews. Yeah. That's in when fact, it's more. That's like you know. That's when it's attempting to control control. Now it seems that you the the, the argument that all market signals are good would mean that it's okay for the government to do things to change market signals. But that's not true because that's not using a market mechanism. If you use a market mechanism to change a market signal, then it has to automatically be good. If you use force to change it, then you're immoral. That, that's the premise we're working with. And no, don't ask us to justify it. Well, how about just like re- then retail and trying, trying to figure out how you make a distinction in, in various forms of force, like – I got it. Government versus a private corporation, perhaps using a, 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 a at the very least, blockading something. The message, By definition, the force is socialism. So just get that. Make sure that's an axiom. Well, no, the, the, the uh, mes- no, 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 right. because they'll because they'll use force <laughs> and do socialism for the higher ups. The 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 operating premise is retail investor, working class people, go fuck yourself. If it works the, the out, Austrians if, pretend to be against that, though. Well, they pretend. But then, that's in, what in, that's in what I'm saying. They, that's what the real about, that's what the in, real thing yeah. comes out to. It's like. The working yeah. class. In reality, well, that's what happens, right? The retail investor doesn't have access to certain things. You well, know? Their argument is like, the, well, we just need the government to like never do anything, and then right. these people wouldn't be able to take advantage of Then rich people would be fucked. But that's just not, just not really true. true. So, no. But it's also never going to happen, so what's the point? Like, Speaking like, of rules and shenanigans and libertarian thought processes, there, there's something I want to get out before I forget, okay. because I found out about this yesterday. During the Daryl Brooks trial, he will say that he does not understand, is not understanding the court. Right. Do you know what he actually means by that? He means is it he's, some, not is, under he's not standing the under standing it? of the court. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Oh, I see, I see, I see. that's some good. That's yes. that's math. Some that's that word, that's is, some good wordplay. That's really some math right there. And it catches the judge off guard because she doesn't understand what he means by understanding. What he means by understanding is he doesn't recognize the authority of the court. 
Which is an entirely different argument than the kind of understanding that would actually hem the court up. It's a complete abuse of the English language is what it is. Yeah, which is what that which is what all that shit is, right? I mean, the fundamental I actually been reading the justice report and they actually sum it up quite well in because they sum up what what sovereign citizen legal theories are in the first paragraph of every every article on this. And they just say like getting in court every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Right. And they say like the the sovereign citizen uh, (gasps) quack legal theories or I like like the word crank. They're crank legal theory. (laughs) These are crank theories. People are cranks. I like calling people cranks. It's always good. This is a crank theory that says that only individuals can bring legal causes of action into a court. Like a a corporate body never can because the corporate body cannot actually demonstrate what they call standing or – he objects to two things. He says the state has no standing to bring a case against him and the court therefore has no subject matter jurisdiction. He's wrong on both of these things by the the state's own – because the state says that we have these things and that's the end of the argument, right? At some point, this is the thing that this is the thing that libertarians and libertarian logic never wants to accept. At some point, someone says, "This is how it is." Period. Right. right and right. and then, they just they like, no, you should never be able to do that. We should always be able to find and, reasons why that's. And not then it's the like, case. and then it's like, if you don't, like the only reason that that would not be the case would be you shoot the person. I was just that gonna, says that and take their place. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's like if you don't, yeah. if you don't believe you're under the standing in the court. Try and walk out the door then. Right. And and that that's the and, and their point is like once they once they provoke the state, here's here's where they here's the problem they have. They they believe that they understand this on some some of them do. Mm-hmm. I mean they understand it in terms of they get it, not they understand you and I you know what I mean. I'm not gonna play these games. Anyway. <laughs> they, they they get this, okay? They and at least the, the white people that do this, but their theory is that we will make these arguments it will shock the conscience. I've heard them use this term. It will shock the conscience of people that work for the court and never thought of this and the public who also never thought of this. The problem is that once you make that relation, once you troll the court into making it the, the fact that it is, a, it is an institution that uses force, that is an institution of force, clear, people are just like, okay, yeah, I kind of already knew that. I kind of never thought about it before, but it kind of inherently makes sense that the court is like the final – when the judge tells the bailiffs well, to restrain the guy, that that means they people have, are, they I'm sure are people are like the, they the have the right to do it. You know, the alternative understanding is that the the government is acting on behalf of the citizens, which it has right. sort of a implied social contract with, and, citizens, and it's supposed right. to pursue justice in in the name of the interests of the citizen. And a lot of citizens say, like, okay, so we've established that the court is like an inherently like, is like a, a an entity that can use force. Can you just use some of that now? Make him shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how people what get. Like, happens is usually like how, what actually like, when are they going to do liberal, that in liberal societies? <laughs> uh, in, in societies that are liberal, is that people want the court to use more force than it does. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the, the the public is like, we would like these instruments of force that are objective, that are that that claim their legitimacy to use. Because again, I think an institution that uses force does need to claim legitimacy to do so somehow. Mm-hmm. And the claim to legitimacy that they have is we are acting on behalf of the citizens. And usually the the thing is not that the citizens have these libertarian ideas that like we don't like force. So usually like, hey, why is our system being so gay? Yeah. Like we wanted to use more force to protect us further, to protect we want more protection and more force used. That's, we don't like this gay shit. That's generally that's, how it that's, actually goes. That's basically what Foucault's uh, narrative on this stuff was, is that when you have the public trial and public execution, is it makes this relationship very explicit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whenever the state or the sovereign doesn't do what the people thought it should do. 
then you face like actual consequences, like very real political consequences if you fuck up. And then unfortunately, right. could, because you're America, after you like exercise something like that, the Jews come along to write a million like books and TV shows about how every person that was ever fucking executed publicly was wrongfully accused or something. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Wrongly accused and these cops be racist because you're black. <laughs> like every every person that's Dude. ever been executed has been wrongfully done so, according to, except for like I, I during know, the I protest. Every time I said that Judge Darrow was treating Brooks with kid gloves because he's black, like three guys would yell because you're black. <laughs> but you couldn't hear him because they weren't holding it. They weren't holding the megaphone. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. like Michael was doing it, and a bunch of the guys at the protest were all doing that. Song is a big hit. Black. A it's true. One. It's like That's so, Dan Brooks. Why do you think that Judge Darrow is handling you with uh, baby gloves? Because I'm black. Because you're black. <laughs> Speaking of that, in the live chat, they were banning people following this trial because he kept posting gorilla memes. <laughs> The Spurk chat on Court TV and Law and Justice Network was all like racism and like Nazi <laughs> shit. <laughs> just like banning it. It's not, it's not our people either. These, these are just racist. Some of them might be. We don't necessarily know that, but it I, wasn't all what, our people. What I was seeing, and, it, and the tone was different because they were doing like baby's first racism where you go to the gorilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the gorilla meme is like the first one. They put posts like bananas and shit like that. <laughs> so I got, I got some background on the trial from Spectre. He was okay. talking about the amount of the amount of witnesses they have. He says it's probably going to be wrapped up by Friday. I'm surprised it's going that long, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. I wouldn't. I can't imagine it going further than that. Yeah. But just I gonna... also I'm hoping that um, they also might be they might be doing this because we've understood that because we understand that what the state is doing is they are not trying to get Brooks off. What they are trying to do is have Brooks be is not reveal his racial motives because right. they don't want to give whites that moral victory because that gives white people and the national justice party specifically a moral victory if they so, find if they actually prosecute them that so they don't want to do that glad you brought that up because today a witness characterized the event as terrorism which i thought was very interesting that's, a witness uh, that's inconvenient yeah. a witness, okay. Good a for witness them. characterized it as terrorism and good, of course, yeah. Brooks objected to this because he's a dumb nigger. But. Good thing, um, <laughs> right? Good, that, good. that would be something you actually an attorney would yeah. say. Object. Yeah, the fifth would be like, "Whoa, whoa, what did you say?" Good yeah, thing, and then the judge good would thing probably the entire, and strike it. Good thing the entire consolidated, centralized Jewish media system isn't reporting on this trial anywhere, so they can just leave that tidbit. Yeah. There, there will be no like, there will be no. If this was a, a, the trial of Charlottesville. That would be the soundbite repeated over and over ad nauseum on cable news. If you're not in month, eastern Wisconsin, you're not seeing this yeah. shit on TV. So you'll never hear that soundbite of that. Now, you're not, you don't even know what's going on. Nope. If, you're, if your way of getting news is the mainstream media, you don't know this is happening. If you are nope. not watching a local news affiliate, in, in not even in all of Wisconsin, just eastern Wisconsin, just the Milwaukee area, just the Milwaukee metro area. That's it. Otherwise, you're not it's ridiculous. getting it. I know, and that's and it's crazy given the magnitude of this crime. It's crazy given the complete fucking circus this trial is. Every day there is there's just shit happening in the courtroom. All of All this right. would be very newsworthy. But what I'm thinking is that they want to do is probably wrap up Friday, and they the jury probably won't deliberate very long. No, I, I expect they won't deliberate very long at all. So if they can have the case 
Now, who knows how long Daryl Brooks is going to try and, and do his defense case? I'll be goddamned. There's um, a CNN article. Okay, but it's oh. an article. Is there a news clip? Is there a is there a, is there an actual thing on there? On there, is there a video on there? A thing? I mean, look, national media might do like um, a story on it at some point. They probably will report when he's found guilty. They might report the verdict and then be done with it. I think they might want to be getting a verdict like Friday, 7 p.m. when like no one is watching or caring. Right. And then the weekend passes and then Monday, it's a whole new world. And this thing never fucking happened. Right. Mm-hmm. They might. I, I would. Now, the question is how long Daryl Brooks is going to take for his defense and what the fuck that's going to look like. That's going to be a whole other fucking fiasco is how he's going to handle his defense. Because at what point is this nigga going to rest his case? He's probably never going to want to. Oh, because he's been playing delay tactics the whole time. I didn't realize that on the right. very first day he was running with these uh, this this COVID test shenanigans nonsense, where he was claiming that he was may may have had COVID. He was doing that as a delaying tactic. He was trying to hold up the entire trial by pretending he had COVID. So my question is, how what kind of defense can he present, and how long can he make it go for, and and what the fuck? So yeah, so. You know, and and can the judge say, Mr. Brooks, like you're gonna have to rest your case now because you're not actually presenting anything at this point. Well, as I as I remember, I remember being frustrated listening to the closing statements in the Charlottesville civil case. The things that like the judge was seemed like he was all over Spencer, like Spencer, Spencer said the name Donald Trump, and the judge was just like all over me. You can't don't don't you dare don't this don't that. He's like. That, Your Honor, that's not where I'm. Go- I know you think I'm going. That's not where I'm going. He was just like sort of incidentally bringing up Donald Trump, right? Right, right, And like, right, so right. I'm just wondering, like, how much is the judge going to let him rattle off? Oh, he's going to let him do whatever he wants. It's like, yeah, he, there's not going to be that kind of. That, there's not going to be that kind of hair trigger, like any any attempt. But, well, I mean, the point, the like point, the point was being, was... the point being is like the judge doesn't have to just let you run your mouth on your closing art. You can, mm-hmm. They can shut you up and stop no. you. So, like, how yeah, much yeah, lets can, the go? They can, and... but they won't. With well, the... The, judge, the judge can also force you to end a cross-examination of a witness instead of just threatening to do it 15 times. Mm, right. That's true. I mean, everything she threatened... I mean, Judge Darrow is like, Mr. Brooks, this is your 10th warning. <laughs> you are now risking an 11th warning. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's basically how she handles this, right? That's like, pretty sad. I mean, I, I think it's worth speculating on some strategy here. Like, it, it could be one reading of this is that they, they know they have an unstable, guilty-as-fuck nigger, and they don't want him to throw this trial, so they're trying to be extra nice to him so that he holds it together just long enough to get... To not get that is plausible to me. Yeah. But I think the ultimate motivation is... It's a very charitable want... way for me to look at it. <laughs> right. That's the most charitable way, but I think the ultimate... Even if they're doing that, the ultimate motivation for that is they want to close the book on this shit. Uh-huh. This is highly, highly politically inconvenient. All the way up and down the, the the levels of government, from the top to the bottom, all the way from the federal government down to like Waukesha County and municipal government. This is highly inconvenient for everybody, and all of them want this to go away. Does anyone? And they figure um, the best they, way to make it go they, away is to put up with the monkey shines for a few weeks. Yep. End the trial. He's guilty. He goes to jail. That's it. I they don't know even think watching this. They know there's been watching. speculation, and I'm willing to be wrong about this. If I'm wrong, if I'm lying about this, fine. My my viewpoint, my opinion here is that I think that there will not be uh, legal advocacy groups coming out of the woodwork for Daryl Brooks. I, I believe that the, the Jewish legal system, I think there's cases where. 
Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. They would do that, but in this case, it's so bad and it looks so bad that the best move for the Jews and for the um, the system is to put him away and forget about him. Does um mm-hmm. does anybody ever mention the does I guess the, is the connection still there between this and the Rittenhouse verdict? Like the witness that has said, not terrorism. Been brought up. I mean, that's that was just, this was within forty eight hours of yeah. the uh, of the Rittenhouse verdict. You fu- I think funny that you, you tried funny to make that, that argument. Funny that you mentioned a verdict on a Friday afternoon, and then the whole weekend goes like, well, what if it? What if uh, this verdict happens on a Friday afternoon? We have another Sunday like that one in Waukesha. You know, <laughs> it's, they have to right. kind what of sweep that on the that wants to that actually wants to get revenge for Brooks. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh man. You know the fucked up part is we're headed right back to Christmas parade time too. Yeah, they are having a Christmas parade in Waukesha this year. Good for them. I mean, yes, I, honestly, uh, there I are kinda, people, I kinda, I, dude. I kind of think the system is sweating bullets right now. I fear that niggers are going to do more of this kind of shit. Oh yeah, no, they are. They are. We we actually have people, and and I don't know if we're going to do it or not because I just the tra- travel is just such a, such a pain in the ass. Is like actually National Justice Party just marches in the Waukesha Christmas parade. We oh, got a banner. We just marked awesome. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. We're the only people that came out to that town again and again and again. <sighs> bring, bring your first aid supplies. Yeah, well, we'll be on lookout, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean they're going to have like, crazy security around it. They're going to, it's going to be lot, like crazy security. And I'm sure that if we tried to. March, the town would say you're not allowed to, but you know we'll see what happens. We'll see what we do. We don't know what we're going to do yet, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's sort of the other thing. It's it's worth pointing out that the uh, the prosecution, the Rittenhouse trial, was of a completely different tone than the prosecution here. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's really no excuse for the prosecution not bring up the racial angle. I mean, there is no excuse. I mean, particularly given um, that the, the the most the problem, the funny thing is, as, I, as I've been pointing out, their evidence, their case is harmed by not bringing up racial stuff. Their avoidance of racial mm-hmm. stuff actually means weakens their argument for intentional murder because they're they're arguing they're charging intentional murder and then arguing manslaughter. You know, mm-hmm. like it's so it's like and the reason they're doing that is to is to is to basically very, very, very obviously avoid talking about his racial statements because those yep. go directly yes, to not just inten- intentional murder and under the laws of Wisconsin and America to hate crimes. Yes, if and, they did that, then that would bring the actual heat of the system down on the prosecution because then it would be like, wait, wait, they're talking about an anti-white hate crime now. Yeah. They would just never, they would lose their jobs. They, they know Susan Opper and Zachary Wichow know that they would either lose their jobs or they would never advance beyond like Waukesha County. Or DA. at the very least, you would start to get actual heat. Then you'd start seeing some coverage of this. They'd be talking about what the prosecution is alleging. You would and actually, yeah, well, I think that basically they know not to do it because nobody wants to be Waukesha County DA for their whole career. Yeah. Right? No, seriously, that's what it all, that's what it is. And they know that if they did that, if they brought out, if they made it racial, if they if they charged with hate crimes under Wisconsin, because there's, there's a biased crime statute in Wisconsin they could use as well. They don't 
doesn't carry the death penalty, but nothing carries a death penalty in Wisconsin. But they could still bring it out. And if they do, then that kind of makes the federal government. And, and certainly Gregory Honstadt, the, the U.S. attorney for that part of Wisconsin, is he's just ignored the whole thing. I mean, we went to his office and we were like, you know, you could at any point file papers on this today. Even after Brooks is found guilty, Honstadt can still fire paperwork to charge him with hate crimes. He could do it. He could do it in 10 years. From now. You know, there's no statute of limitations on it. Right. He could do it. And they're just simply not going to do it. And and that guy, and like I said, if they're not going to do it, if they're not going to apply the law, then I think they're sacrificing. I mean, we're talking about legitimacy of, of systems. They're sacrificing the legitimacy, their own legitimacy by not doing it. Because now you're, the white citizens that hear about this, you you are no longer legitimate in their eyes. You have to count on them not hearing about it, which is another reason why the news media won't cover our protest, even though in Waukesha in the entire county uh, on Saturday, the only newsworthy event, because it was a very quiet day. We drove around and nothing was going on. It was a sleepy day in Waukesha last Saturday. The only thing worth any news report that night was our protest. It was the only interesting news item of the day, and they just did it. And we called, Trey called like every affiliate, every paper from Milwaukee Journey Journal Sentinel down to Waukesha local paper, to all the local affiliates, you know, Fox and CBS, NBC, whatever, everybody called everybody, not a single one of them sent anybody mm -hmm. in Akron. They at least sent that one schlubby local reporter to talk to us. But I mean, that to me, it's like, that's another question. I think people should have to answer. Why is that? Why is it, is it really that it's not newsworthy? I mean, we talked yeah. about it. it's not it's not. Dream. Yeah, we already did this. Really I mean, this is just yeah, like, we did this. But yeah, we did this is like, repeating Monday because I can't. This I, is the sort of this is the sort, well, we should just we should dump jump back into Kanye since you had new info on it. It's like this is what he's finding out about is like there is a concerted. I mean, what he he called it out and he's getting the self fulfilled prophecy. Mm -hmm. It's it's they're in the catch twenty two right now. Of oh geez, what do do? Well, what do they do? They they cancel. They, they destroy it's the agonizing catch-22, but this they're is, not... I mean, that's just yeah, your Rosenberg... Think, I don't think they're agonizing about it. I don't think they're actually agonizing about it. No, no, they, put about, a, they, they, yeah, like to, they like to pretend like to pretend they're agonizing. Right now, the agonizing yeah. catch-22 is, well, we can't report on this Waukesha Terror Act if these uh, if these neo-Nazi Hitler-likers are... Like, if you got to mention... The, the NGP got to mention in the uh, Rolling Stone over the, uh, yesterday, What I did believe. they say to... What were they saying the, about you were like You were like Hitler-liking people. Like the pro Hitler... Just that Wait, you were the, hold up. The pro-Hitler National... What? Yeah, there's a Rolling Stone online article that mentioned the National Justice Party. Uh, just mentioned him as a as a pro-Hitler. But they, what, con, what was, what the, was context? the context? Yeah. Oh, let me see if I can find it. I, see, I, I got ahead of myself. So you talked about how that, yeah, that you got Rolling ahead Stone... Just, you just dropped this like, bombshell of... Hey, well, the, well, the point... About so we talked about that Jew that well, started Rolling Stone being on, on Joe Rogan. Right, but I... For... Yes, but I, I want to get into... like Because oh, the reason I brought that up is we're talking about... the. The, co the concerted effort of a centralized media system to control the narrative in any way, shape, or form, and sometimes through silence. With Waukesha, it's through silence. With Kanye, it's through just like complete and total shutdown and, and censorship. And it all, it's like, it's because they're in control of the entire narrative as much to the extent that they can be. Like, you can't go anywhere except here to find out about Daryl Brooks. Yeah. And there's no one, and there's no one really. Again, I'm like my my mind is kind of all over the place. So all things are like with, you look at something like with Tulsi Gabbard, like there is nobody advocating for anything different. You know, like Tucker right. Tucker Carlson is not gonna is not gonna 
go to the wall for Tucker Carlson could do a story on Daryl Brooks. Tucker Carlson could call Tucker Carlson could call Daryl Brooks the anti-white terrorist that he is. He, he could, won't. He could do it. He probably won't. And when he does, well, I, I won't congratulate. Well, and when he has as of yet. And when he does, I'll say too little, too late. You're a shill. You're a liar. You're only doing that because I pressured yeah. you to, and it's and it's transparent. Yeah. Why don't you relinquish your seat at Fox News and give it to me? That's right. what well, why say. don't you call me if you're going to do a story Have us on, on. Daryl Brooks being an anti-white terrorist? Why don't you bring in the subject matter experts, which is me? Right. No, have Ron Johnson like on. one of us. Like, have bring a, have, in the representative have, of the National Justice Party. No, have they Ron send Warren because he's better looking than I am. Have Ron but Johnson. Like, uh, have Ron Johnson on so he could say that he doesn't want to racialize the issue and that he doesn't think it's the federal government's place to step in and do anything like hate crime charges as the McMichael's rocket rotten jail hate crime bills. I mean, the, the killer the killer thing on Ron Johnson is that we've got him on the congressional record voting for two ADL-sponsored hate crime bills right. after saying he doesn't agree with hate crimes, right? Right. Like, that, that's like just – that just kills. Like, that's just it. <sighs> that's it. And Ron Johnson, unfortunately, um, I don't think people should vote for him. I don't think he deserves your vote if you're in Wisconsin. No Republicans. However, Repu- he's, the Republicans. Voting, he's running against a nigger named Mandela. So it's <sighs> actually kind of a tall I, – I guarantee you there's going to be people that vote for him just because – it's good. It's a tough. It's a hard thing to ask people not to vote against a nigger named Mandela. But they're That's voting. A tough thing to ask. But a vote I for think you shouldn't do it. But, but a vote for a Republican is a vote for niggers. No, I understand. They they but, lie. They lie through silence and omission. The silence is violence. Republicans yeah, are the most anti-white force pretend, in this country. Like, they're going to pretend like it's not. And when you're going up against like a literal woke ass nigger named Mandela, it's a tough call. And I think what's amazing is Ron Johnson isn't ahead by more than he is. Which shows you that, like, he's actually – and actually the polling has him slightly behind, but polling always favors Democrats by, like, four points. So, like, he's probably going to win. Every but, um, say Ron Johnson, I think of Don Johnson. Right. <laughs> Every single time. Different, they dress very differently. It would be funny if Ron Johnson started dressing like Don Johnson. <laughs> if he was wearing, like, baggy – like, a baggy, like, white suit with, like, a, like a, like a bright blue T-shirt and, like, mm-hmm. no socks <laughs> with, like, wingtips or something like that, you know? Or, like <laughs> – like that would, you know, that would be, or like, what are those shoes with like the tassels on the front? Like, like boat shoes with like a white suit cuffed, you know, like big, real baggy and like a pink or blue t-shirt running around with a gun holster on, you know? Yeah, that would be, that would be Ron, Ron Johnson just started doing that in like Wisconsin Vice. So you'd be really cold in that outfit in Wisconsin, but that would be fine. That would be okay. Mm, I can't find the wrong anyway, stone blurb. The thing that Stryker did in his article about Con- Oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders, you can use crypto, you can use e-checks, you can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Kanye West on the NJP site is he basically went through all the Jews that are actually controlling Kanye West and the entire hip hop and music industry. And he also made it clear. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, P Diddy is literally just an avatar for Jews because P Diddy was also the one that apparently brought Nick Cannon yep. under control. Mm-hmm. And he is, he is actually a stalking horse for this guy. Um, this is dude's name. I'm looking at the article now. Uh, uh, who does P Diddy work for? It's some Jew that like yeah. owns MTV. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Wasn't MTV Viacom? Yes, yes, it, it is. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So he's there's a number of Jews here. So it says <laughs> P Diddy Combs, 
Uh, and, and, and Kanye said, I'm going to use you as an example to show the Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can influence me. <laughs> we're supposed to take it for granted that West's inference that Combs is a proxy of powerful Jews uh, is nothing more than delusional rambling. But in fact, uh, both P. Diddy and Nick Cannon uh, work for this one Jew. Um, well, Sherry Redstone is Sumner Redstone's daughter. Yep. At Viacom controls MTV. Um, yeah, and there's there another one, Redstone. like Cohen or something like that. Anyway, I gotta, I gotta skim this article to find it. Well, it's just funny that like the premise is that Andy like Andy Shoon, Andy Shoon, that's just, the Jew that they all work for. It's just funny that like they're. I mean, he's been proven right. He's like, who do you think? He said, "Who do you think invented cancel culture?" He's going, he's going Deathcon three, and yeah, he's no. getting, and he's getting the self fulfilling prophecy as yeah Rosenberg. But it's like, yeah, wonder why? Why are you getting P Diddy, this like huge rich nigger from the nineties that probably doesn't need anybody's money? Oh, I guess he does need somebody's money. Jewish? No, money. he does. Because he does, so it's yeah. like why? But you would think that like the average person, if you didn't know, if you weren't woke to like Jewish financial shenanigans, you would think that that P Diddy, Sean P Diddy Combs. By the by, the year twenty twenty two, with all of the entertainment success he's had in the past twenty five years, would be a self made independent man that didn't have to take shit from anybody. Yet here he is. Yet here he is. He's, he's called up to be the attack dog for I guess the second time in the last two years. And first he did it for Nick Cannon. Now he's going to do it for for Kanye. Uh, yeah, I could, I, I, I could see why Jews would use a, a stupid nigger for this because niggers aren't capable of becoming financially independent or successful. No, that's that's managed. the truth of it. And right. So so P Diddy is a stalking horse for Andy Schoen. Who owns Revolt TV, and Revolt. it's which is a which is a cable channel which has rap music and like Black Lives Matter shit on it. Uh, the Redstones own Viacom, which owns MTV, uh, and and like and and on top of that, all these niggers have like some kind of company in their own name, but those companies sell stock, and Jews are owning most of it. Like Kanye West himself said to Tucker Carlson that that um, Jared Kushner owns more of stock. In his company, than he, he does. does. <laughs> and then he said, "All Jared Kushner cares about is making money in Israel." I mean, that's just true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, in his simplicity, Kanye West. So the thing about Kanye West is, which I think probably P Diddy doesn't have. P Diddy probably cares. Uh, is is less prideful. Like Kanye West seems like an obstinate fucking nigger, right? Like right. he's just a fucking I, oppositional I almost... obstinate. Feel like these kinds of niggers actually they 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 have the understanding under the standing of Jewish power. Well, P. Diddy the, certainly the, does. The, these Jews they actually do run shit. And Basically, right now you, you can't do your monkey shines with Jews the way you can with white folk. Yes, and and Kanye right of, now is Levar Burton are aware of this getting whipped. <laughs> Kanye right now is basically <laughs> Levar Burton in Roots, saying, "No, my name is Kuta Kinte." <laughs> And then Jared Kushner and Andy Schoen and Sherry Redstone are there whipping him and saying, no, your name is Toby. Say your name. Your name is Toby, boy. Your name is Toby. And he's like, I am cool. That's like, <laughs> that's right now what's going on. The question is, will they whip him to death or will he say his name is Toby? I don't know. I think they're going to whip him to death. <laughs> My name is, it's like, that was really what it was. It was like, your name isn't Puff Daddy, it's P. Diddy. He's like, my name is P. Diddy. Yeah. So. Oh, these niggas all have the, what the fucking, these niggas have the dumbest fucking name. P. Diddy, like, that's just fucking stupid. Like, dude, that's no. fucking retarded. He was Puff Daddy. Which is fucking stupid. And P. Diddy made it, it's like, even stupider. 
then he had he was what was it? He was toning down his image by becoming P Diddy, I think. Yeah, now now he was just like Sean Puffy Combs. I mean, I I remember all of these dumb rap niggers because this was like early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the Graduate. I remember I'm not the Graduate. <laughs> graduate the film the uh, College Dropout. College Dropout. I remember mm-hmm. when that album came out, and I remember this. This was the wave of of like post gangster rap rap music. You know, the stuff that was more toned down. It wasn't all about just getting in gunfights and fleeing from police. Like, this was the more commercially acceptable, like, watered-down, you know, heavily Jewish rap music. Oh, so, so here, here's something. This is funny. <laughs> this We should actually show this. So, first of all, this this magazine, this, this web play is called Complex. Some nigger fucking social justice thing. Complex. Yo, it's on Complex. Kanye West, the shop interview won't air after he brought more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. So, um, yesterday we taped an, so this is Kanye West was a guest on the shop, but nobody's going to see the conversation. Yesterday we taped an episode of the shop with Kanye West, Maverick Carter, Spring Hill company CEO and LeBron's co-host of the talk show. So this this nigger Maverick Carter has a show with LeBron James called The Shop on Spring Hill on Spring Hill Network, which is all like supposed to be black, but it's actually owned by Jews. This the CEO of Spring Hill is um is uh okay, so Spring Hill has major investors, uh Fenway Sports Group, which is headed by Tom Werner, David Ginsburg, and Michael Gordon, who are the majority shareholders and are all Jewish. Okay, so Spring Hill is run by Jews, okay? Ultimately, the money behind Spring Hill is Jewish, even though it's supposed to be a black thing. And they run this show called The Shop with Maverick. It's got Maverick Carter, who's the nominal CEO of Spring Hill, and LeBron James. So they do a woke social justice nigger show. They bring Kanye on to talk about, basically to try and coax him into an apology to the <laughs> Jews, and he won't do it. And so this is what they say. The Kanye was booked weeks ago. And after talking to Kanye directly the day before we taped, I believed he was capable of a respectful discussion and he was ready to address all his recent comments. Unfortunately, he used the shop to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. We have made the decision not to air this episode or any of Kanye's remarks. While the shop embraces thoughtful discourse and differing opinions, we have zero tolerance for hate speech of any kind and will never allow our channels to be used to promote it. I promote hate. I take full responsibility for believing Kanye wanted a different conversation. Apologize to our guests and crew. So they're apologizing to even the people in the room while they taped that had to hear this stuff. Uh, hate should should never have an audience. So here's my thing. If you're a black show, right? If you're a black show where you have LeBron James and this other dude and you talk about supposedly black issues, how come you can't have a black man on talking about how Jews are controlling black people? Because they actually do. Because they actually do. Because you understand that Jews actually control all your shit. Hmm. You're supposed to talk about white people. You're supposed to talk shit on white people on the shop, not Jews. But you would think, right? Why, why can't LeBron James, Maverick Carter, and Kanye West all sit down and Again? talk about, hey, you know, black people, like Jews think that they own us. They think that they run black people. Again, like LeBron, that? I mean, look at LeBron James. LeBron James is like the second coming of Michael Jordan. He revolutionized the game again. He's one of the biggest black celebrities ever. 
come out. Of, and he's totally and he, anti-white, and Black Lives Matter, 100% on board with all that shit. But he yeah. cannot But he cannot do anything about this. He cannot go to bat for Kanye. He can't say His that actual, Kanye... Yeah, why can't you go to bat for a fellow black man, LeBron? A black man who is being oppressed by the people with money and power. Can't do it. Because they have actual money and power. It's right. not like being anti-white where you get away with it. It's not fake. It's not consequences of being anti-white. There's consequences, consequences for not being anti-white. There's consequences for being anti-Semitic. The whole the, actually, there's consequences for being pro-white, which is what this all started with. Because Kanye, it wouldn't have started if he didn't wear a White Lives Matter shirt for a joke. Right. And mm-hmm. Jews got in his ear telling him to stop. <clears throat> I'm wondering now, now every you're... day I'm checking Stephen Crowder's website for that for when the White Lives Matter shirts are inevitably taken down. Let's see. We're on day two. Of his, we're on day, I think three actually. Of his Kanye West shirts being taken down. Let's see if he has the uh, White Lives Matter shirts down yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be uh, checking in on this regularly. Let's see, no, they're still up. They're still up. They're still up. I wonder how long it's gonna be because the whole meme is kind of dead at this point. If you don't have, if, if for Crowder at least, if you don't have Kanye West as like your your black shield for doing this, right. like you, you, you can't really do it. No, so they don't, now they're only keeping them up to embarrass. The conservatives sort of don't embarrassment. know. Conservatives have no idea what to do without a, a brown. They don't know what to do with this. They shield. were counting on Kanye. Well, it's well, really yeah. funny, actually. There has to be I mean, a shield without without it without a non-white shield. Like they can never get anything moving. Whatsoever. Well, like I said, the Kanye thing with the White Lives Matter was a gay up, probably. Probably Stephen Crowder and like Candace Owens and maybe some other uh, people mm-hmm. in the GOP right. like thought this up as like a good troll or something like that in a way to a way to sort of take white activism and make it stupid. And oh, hey, guy, Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of the Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. And rally it behind the GOP as like a funny ironic thing and therefore not mm-hmm. serious. And and they they got Kanye to do this. They probably got Candace Owens to talk him into it. They probably paid him some money too. Yeah. Uh, and we know this was the case because Stephen Crowder launched his shirts literally at the same time right. that Kanye did this. And on top of that, he also had a shirt that said Kanye's life matter, meaning he was expecting libtards, libtards to lose their shit, and and then he could say he could be the one, the conservative, sticking up for the black guy who is being attacked by liberals. Because he and never mind that it was because he said white or whatever. The whole thing is a stupid fucking joke, right? But this yeah. now it's a, it's a way to flip the entire idea of what last matters, make a part of the political spectrum. Yes, and you use it and and also make it not serious because it's a, like basically Kanye West, who's kind of fundamentally not a serious person, is the one who's pioneering mm-hmm. it, right? So you have him being the, the trailblazer. Yep. And then it, you can make you can make White Lives Matter into kind of a funny joke that's just trolling libs. You're just trolling libs, right? And that's why the, you also. But, yep. but Kanye West. That's that, that, that has exactly been my objection to people getting really excited about Kanye West doing like White Lives Matter stuff. It's like this is this is more political theatrics. It's another another right. way for them to take a, a valid political position and just digest it and and destroy it and ruin it. 
Which was exactly no. what I said the first day he came out saying White Lives Matter. I was like, he is – I was like, what, what you should be talking about is the fact that Kanye is a publicity hound, has to always do something new and shocking. And he went to the, the – he went to the well on that and he, he found the only thing that comes up, like the new and – the sh- things, shocking things you can say if it's a well and you pull that bucket up, there's only going to be two things in it. White Lives Matter and fuck Jews. <laughs> That's it. Those are going to be the only two things you can say. Yeah. And so, like, he went with the easier one, which was White Lives Matter at first. And presumably, uh, you know, P. Diddy Combs and other Jews behind him were uh, a bit shocked that he did this. And they called him up and they started telling him, like, all right, good troll, Kanye, but, like, uh, uh, cut this off as soon as you can. Like, maybe another week and then stop this shit. Like, don't don't draw this out. You've got Tulsi Gabbard doing a more sophisticated version of this where she – has come out and said she's I'm leaving the Democrat Party and it's because one of the reasons why it's because they're anti-white. Did and she say like, that? Okay. Did she say they're anti-white? She, that's, yes, uh, that's, she's that, come out and has yeah. literally said that they're. Uh, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party. It is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism yeah, see, who is... actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms and shrine our Constitution. Our two content. Okay. Now the thing is, but all with, she's with all that, she's all she's done is fucking no. She's she's another fucking fraud. Fuck Tulsi Gabbard. Fuck this like little like consensus cracks thing. Maybe maybe she, all this does is sort of it shores up the uh, pro white like CIA Zov shill type white nationalist narrative that you know all the anti whiteness comes from the demon rats. And if we could just get away, get, yes. get power away yes. from the demon rat. But whereas the Republicans are the most anti-white force in the country because their job is to sit there and take it. Their job is to their job is to make sure that like all the anti-whiteness gets done without any real objection. That, right. to, you know, tell, tell, yep. to tell, show me, show me a Republican that stands up and resigns from the Republican Party because he's sick of them not sticking up for whites. Show me a show me a senator that's no that's going to switch parties because he's sick and tired. Of the uh, of the Republican Party's stance on race being that like we have to be anti-racial while they're being anti-white, while we have to make sure we can't defend white people because that's racist and we're not racist. Give me a fucking break! I hate it. Right. And fucking Tucker's gonna Tucker Carlson's gonna have him on have her on the show to this dramatic fucking disavow. It's like I don't give a fuck. The Dem- yeah, I know the Democrats are anti-white. It's like Tulsi Gabbard, the, a lady with no power, no position, who has completely fucking torpedoed her own career by trying to be like the different snowflake Democrat, is the only one that can stand up and say that on American media, where we've been screaming it for years. And the only reason she's doing that is because we, and like, all, of, all of her fanboys, fanboys are in our fucking sphere. They're all the weak-willed. They're like, oh, coconut mommy, coconut milk mommy. Well, she noticed me. It's like, shut the fuck up. Here, here's something, though. Another here's a good way to cut through... It's so obvious. Yep. But yes, and, and here's a good and, way to we, cut through we it. We knew she was going to switch to being a Republican person. I mean, she's been buddy-buddy uh, with Tucker Carlson for how long now? Well, the like, danger is some kind of like – what I've been hearing is like some kind of like Tulsi-Tucker ticket in 2024, which would be oh, – I have to acknowledge oh. this would be a very bad thing. Uh, I mean it, you, could, you could look at it two ways. It would be a direct competitor – with us for the attention of white people. The only difference is we're for real and they're not. But I would say this one way you can cut through all of this shit to find out what someone's really about. Tulsi Gabbard supports Israel. So as long as she does that, I don't believe anything else she says. Now she says she, she like sometimes tries to qualify it and she does like the sort of the peace now, which is a Zionist group. 
criticisms like maybe Israel should should tone it down in this <laughs> area or this area. Too far. But she says like, but which is, you know, Peace Now is a Zionist group, a Jewish Zionist group that says like Israel should maybe be like a little bit nicer or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So she kind of she kind of that's how she orients with respect to Israel. But she she'll even say stuff like um. Like I like she unequivocally supports Israel's right to exist, particularly after visiting Auschwitz, which she said in 2019. Uh, and this is why she's concerned with Benjamin Netanyahu, because he he by his actions is making Israel look bad, blah, 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 this kind of shit. So when you come out as an open Zionist and then you do this shit, like I don't believe that you're anything other than um, doing anything other than trying to cover a political base on behalf of Jews. Right. Because now if Tulsi Gabbard came out and took our position, which is I, I'm hired the Democrat Party because they're they're anti racially anti-white and Israel is a terrorist state that 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 needs to be rolled back. Then I would be like, OK, that's hard to say that that's a it's difficult for me to say she's a shill because right? <laughs> those are that's a pretty freaking hard stance to take. Right. Um, and but the thing is, if she were to do that, she wouldn't be getting any coverage. Uh, she would be blocked out of media the same way yeah. you know NJP is locked out of media. So if you're getting media coverage, if you're Zionist and you're saying these very calculated statements, like I, I think that it's a work. Right. And it oh, it's a absolutely work. 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 Again, if you're yeah. if you're pre- if it operates on the premise that only one of these parties is anti-white and you're a refuge from anti-whiteness, yeah. is the other party that doesn't do anything about anti-whiteness. In yeah. fact, when anti-whiteness is brought to the forefront, they're probably condemning Tulsi for saying that. Remember what CRT? Yes. No, and don't what say I it's anti-white. Say, like they actually rolled out a new fucking pretend version of COVID to like stop the CRT anti-whiteness discussion from happening. I mean, this is what have, this yeah. is what was done to stop that fucking discussion. And the Republicans were in on not have they did not want to have that discussion. They only want to have the discussion. Say, though, they only want to have that discussion in as much as the outcome of that, of that discussion is where you don't just end up tuning out from both parties altogether. Right. The ultimate thing is, though, the question is like bad thing or good thing. I think that that's not the best way to look at it. It's like you can say, I think in the end, because there's bad and good about there's both bad things and good things about this. The good thing is anti and the idea of anti-whiteness and pro-whiteness has permeated so much that they have to deal with it. Right. Because there was a time when this wouldn't even be part of the conversation. We have done the work to force this to be part of the conversation. So in a way, we can see this as a good thing because it means that they have to react to us. It's a bad thing because it's a credible – it's actually a credible, from the perspective of a lot of people, a credible contender. That's bad. They actually did something highly – you know, Kanye West is like kind of a joke. That's not really – and also he shit the bed (laughs) by calling out Jews, right? So that's not even really a a thing. But the Tulsi thing – is is potentially bad for us because it's it's legitimately a, a actually cre- for a lot of people it is a very credible position that she's taking hmm. yep. um yep. and so a very, very credible way to depoliticize what it means to be anti-white yeah right and so so that's that's sort of the the downside of it well, right? the but problem is like overall it's the, the, I, I see people clapping like stupid little seals right now right they're doing act- this, and they're, I'm like, they're acting as if her message is like this party's anti-white, and we need to have a whites-only space to to protect ourselves from what. Which she can't say because she's not white. But what the message is is like the Democrat Party is anti-white. Our melting pot, our multicultural utopia right, can't right. work with these demon rats in charge. The Republicans have to show you how to. do I'm that. assuming that that's kind of where she's going to go with it. Now, yeah. I would say I'm not going to call people that 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 got kind of excited for this. I'm not going to call them dumb. But I do want to sort of patiently explain to them why – what is really going on. 
Because if we call them dumb, they're just going to get mad at us for, for thinking that we're like better than them or something. So I, I'm not going to say it. if you if you saw this and you liked that somebody was saying anti-white, I get it. I understand. But I, this is our argument. I don't know if I called anybody specifically dumb, but when I see. I mean, that's the, fine if you did. I'm well, just when saying. I see that. Well, I'll explain myself. I'll take that opportunity yeah. if I if I came off as callous. When I see like a reaction on Bang that's mixed, I'm reminded of the days when other personalities who have been clearly uh, shown to be absolute shills anti what and, and doing gay ops they used to get the same kind of reaction that this woman and for some reason this is pretty annoying huh all this can go away you bought a paywall rightstuff.biz slash paywall you can use crypto e-checks mail in a money order or even use your credit card on sven's odyssey channel the link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Because this is a woman, pockmark face and all, that's somewhat fit. <laughs> well, they uh, always do a good job airbrushing it. it but she's a, but not, not in the article on fucking Fox News I was looking at. But, uh, well, there you she, go. That still, tells you something right she's away. Still getting no the, longer she, airbrushing her. <laughs> she's still, but she's still getting this response out of some people that pay us money to have a subscription here. It's like, come yeah, on, shore, so our, shore our yourself up. Be a little say. more, be a little more principled in your not principled with the word. Just be, you shouldn't be so susceptible to these kind of psychological operations. The idea that somebody, I, the idea that yeah. like gatekeepers are actually like gateways, like uh, especially when this one is clear, a clearly designed political strategy yeah. to stop yeah. the motion of people coming in this direction, at least to stop yeah. them. And short. I think what we can, the, the fig leaf or whatever, or the, the good thing about it we can take is like we have forced this. They don't want to do this. Right, right. They have to do it. Right. And our activism is a, hu- is a big part of that. We have a, we've been a big part of this change and we're going to be resented for it. Uh, in fact, they, they deeply <laughs> resent us for this. But essentially – Anti-whiteness is going to become part of the political conversation in America, and we are absolutely resented for this change. They are trying to in before it, and the fact is not that not only are they trying to in before it, they have to make it. They have to do credible. They have to come up with increasingly credible in before. This mm-hmm. is this is actually a very credible in before of the of the position of the pro-white position. Right. And so we we have to dissect it and explain to people that might be got taken in by it, like what's wrong with it, without without like immediately alienating them, because there's going to be people. <laughs> That are going to see us, and if we're being dicks, they're going to be like, "Well, you guys are just being dicks. This is easier, so I'm just going to do this." That's generally how it works, yeah. And so I would say, like, look, I'm not telling you, you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I'm I'm just trying to inform you. And eventually, there's going to be positions that Tulsi is going to take, like supporting Israel's right to exist, um, uh, supporting uh, the idea of pluralist democracy where there's no racism. Right. Not that she's taking an actual pro-white stance; it's that she's saying. Anti-whiteness is incompatible with pluralist democracy. Oh, which is, come on, that's stop. the stance he's going to be taking. Yep. So if you're if you're okay with that, I mean, our stance. I know we were saying at our thing like we want the hate crime statutes to apply equally to whites. That is a different thing than saying that we want to live in a pluralist democracy where all races have equal rights. We're saying no. If the state has this on the books and it doesn't apply to whites, we are daring them. To sh- we are actually putting them in a position where they have to show their hand as anti-white because they will not actually give whites equal protection. And so in a case where the government will not give whites equal protection, we oh, have dude. no choice but to say this, you are not legitimate representatives. Oh, yeah, boy. We wow. are not. Is that, is that Edward James Almost right there? <laughs> yeah, right? Is, that, is that Captain Adama? <laughs> She's like, let's uh, spin up the FTL drive. The Cylons are coming. We got to, you know. 
Yeah. Tucker will be like, what's that guy? Uh, what's the other guy that ended up being a Cylon, like the first officer? Um, oh, the XO. He ended up actually being a Cylon. The white hair. I can't remember his name. The guy's you know always, talking about. He's always yeah. drunk. The ex, the executive officer. Yeah. Like, You're my XO. I always, oh, I that guy's to... great. That guy's just... awesome. He's my favorite character. When they made him a Cylon, I was like, that's the gayest thing ever. I just remember him being he was actually racist. It was the gayest fucking plot twist when they made him a Cylon. I, don't, I, so didn't make, I didn't make it that far. I was out. Yeah, oh, very few people did. Oh. You know, anyway. Edward James almost is kind of a strange name for a Japanese guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, it's funny. Is it Dama? Is that like is that Asian or is that like Spanish? Like, I don't know. Well, he was Japanese <laughs> in Blade Runner. No, right? no, it's just uh, Blade when he was in uh, what? Oh fuck! What is what is Blade Runner? Movie? Wasn't he Japanese Blade in Blade Runner? Runner? Yeah, yeah, he plays fucking Japanese guy. <laughs> they just they just taped his eyes back a little. Yeah, did they? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't know. But they they cast him as a Japanese guy. He's, he's clearly not. Yeah, he's obviously some kind of mistakes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, she's. <laughs> she started calling her Captain Adama. Just calling her that. Uh, Captain Adama's on TV. That would be a good way to. That would be a good way to undermine her. Just call her Captain Adama. No one mm. be able to ignore those pockmarks. I feel like I was angry angry at Republicans over this this morning. I had a much better rant in the shower. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Well, I don't want to like shit on your rant. I just think that the first approach we should we should try. No, no, no. My uh, my approach was not like I was not. No, no, no. I was not saying you're. I'm not saying anybody. My rant was not you're stupid. My rant was I'm. This is what the Republican Party is doing. This is this is the work. This is the shot. Yeah. This is the case. Well, she is she going to be Republican or is she going to be independent? She's gonna be Republican. Well, she's not disavowing. She's gonna be Republican. She's that not. You know, she, she knows she's angling there. She's not disavowing right. the Republican Party, so I don't care what she becomes. She's not. Right. A, she's not putting a pox on their house too. She's yeah, not she's putting a monkey pox on there. Them, He's helping. Yeah, she's not putting a pox mark such. on their face. Right. She's just, yeah. <laughs> a pox mark on both your houses. Let me write that down. Like she, she has like either, each cheek represents a party. Which cheek is more pox marked? <laughs> A bulk, a pockmark on both your cheeks. That's pretty good. <laughs> but it's like you know. But that's the shot. It's like you know. The implication. It's like oh, the anti-whiteness. Of the the. Am I wrong? Is the Republican Party not the most anti-white institution no, they are. They in are this like, country? Actually, they are. They are the anti-white most- because they refuse. I mean, at least the Democratic Party mentions white people. Yeah. Republicans don't even mean they pretend like we're just yeah, not it's a non existent. I'm, I'm gonna refrain from being terribly excited about anti white sort of becoming a little bit into the discourse until until there's consequences for being anti white. Well as right. real as, fucking consequences. But also as long as it exi- as, as long that, as it exists that the Republican Party in conservatism is the antidote to anti whiteness, I can't right. cheer for anybody. There's no yeah. there's it's like no, if it's on the news right. and there's still the imp- by imp- again it's always by omission with these people. The Republicans, it's by by omission here by not being mentioned. They're fuck. It's implied that they're the they're the uh, the re, they're the source of of recourse in this anti whiteness. And when and Republicans, they never talk about whites and they never advocate for whites. So by omission, they're anti white. So it's like all you can do. Right. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't. Because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Tag it. All you can do is wait for them to be condemned as well. And and Tucker And my take on that. like Tucker Carlson is like, if he's serious, have me on your show. He's not serious. See, and, and they people say that's a, that's like a, a bridge too far, but I'm like, why? 
because I'm now one of the most well-known advocates oh. for whites in the country. Like, it's just true. I'm not even yeah. fanning my own nutsack. But seriously, if he's serious about talking about anti-whiteness, bring me on your show. He's not because yeah, you bring me on. Bring because me, you, he me. would disavow you. He would Warren, dis- or if, you know, he's a better-looking guy, bring Warren on your he show. Would disav- he would than I he disavows, Whatever, all, disavow all of us on the same premise that we're racializing every right. issue. I mean, when so the, what? When you're against racialization. Because he interviews people. He interviews people that he doesn't agree with. Mm. So the thing is, you know, it's a work because they won't like, again, if they're starting to talk about this and there are those of us who've been out here doing this for 10 years, why don't you bring us on your show? You'll bring a Black Lives Matter that's, person on your show. You know, and, and I'm serious. Like, I'm not that's not like a troll. That's, like, that's, legitimately. that's a neat little philosophical trap they've constructed here where. Uh, so if you're white and you talk about anti-whiteness, then you're racializing the issue. Yeah. If you're brown and you talk about anti-whiteness, like oh, let's let's all clap our little little flippers together like right. a bunch of dumb seals. Again, yeah, because once right. again, it's once again, well, what are the Republicans putting out there to push the narrative? Somebody who's not white, somebody who right. doesn't, somebody right. who's not in the club, and they're and the, without her, yeah. nothing would be Kanye said. West now. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard. If they didn't have, if they and didn't, so, if they didn't, if they had a white lady leaving the Democrat Party, they wouldn't be able to do it. And Tucker Carlson isn't a leader in this. He's the sounding board, right? right? He's the sounding board for this. So so why then can't he bring on actual pro-white activists, people who are legitimately pro-white activists and have been for a long time and have actually put their names and their faces and their bodies behind this stuff for a long time? Because he's too smart to end up like Kanye because he's not black. Right. Well, also just because that's not on like, – because actual pro-whiteness isn't on their agenda. And right. I want our people to start thinking in these terms because even people that listen to this show or follow us would maybe sometimes say, well, oh, come on. Having you on, that's just a too tall of an order to ask. Fuck you. No, it's not. Not if you're going to talk about white issues. I'm the most knowledgeable guest he could have on that. Talk about exp- – right? let's talk like, about I could, fucking I, accepting – You want to talk about the freaking Daryl Brooks trial? I'm a subject matter expert. Talk about a Borzoiism where you're accepting the premise that you're the bad guy when you say, oh, you can't have my uh, God. No, I don't accept the premise that I'm no, the bad guy. No, but I accept the premise that, that we, the National Justice Party, and myself as the chairman of that party are the most prominent pro-white activists in the country right yep. now. And if you want to talk about it, bring me on your show and I'll talk about it. Maybe, uh, maybe if you're in blackface, you go on the show. Yeah. I don't know if I have a song lyric for that. And like literally, like I'm, I'm. It's not like I don't accept the idea if somebody rolls their eyes, like, but oh, but they can't do it. Why are you accepting that they can't do that? I understand they can't do that, but that just means they're not serious. Mm-hmm. That means Fox News is controlled by Jews, and they're not fucking serious. Right. It's, 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 it's honestly humiliating to see this be like the face of who's trying to bring forward this anti-whiteness, like brown people. Right. Brown brown people, we're going to let them have a limited amount of conversation in this space on that that issue, but right. not. The people that are actually affected by it. And what is Tulsi Gabbard actually doing other than saying this? Is she running for something? Is she throwing her hat in the ring for president again? Probably she will. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the, Who knows? the question is, like, what is she going to lose at while she does? It's like, it's, it doesn't matter. She has. Right. I'm, I'm just curious. I just want to. I mean, I'm just curious. Uh, what what I can try further to... steps is she taking? Is she going to run for president? Like, I, I mean, assuming she probably will. Close the tab. Where's the tab? I mean, who knows? She's probably going to run for president as a Republican. She's probably going to run in the Republican primaries now. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know. Recently I'm closed. What, what, what the plan is here. Why isn't this tab in my recently closed tabs? And I'm, I'm watching this trial here for the last week or so, and it, the anti-whiteness angle just seems to have completely escaped anybody's notice. It's not. Why doesn't Tulsi Gabbard say something about this? If she wants to be, if she wants to be a voice against anti-whiteness, why don't you say something about the Brooks trial? 
Let's see. Tulsi Gabbard tells Joe I mean, Rogan. if she does, I, again, I'm not so like bitter that I won't I won't be happy about her saying certain things. But the thing is, so far she hasn't said anything that actually makes me happy. Like if you if she calls attention to the Brooks trial and talks about what's going on there, I will actually be like, okay, that was I'm glad you did that, Tulsi. That's a, that's a check in your favor in my book that you've done that because you've actually gone against you've actually significantly bucked the actual media narrative and Jewish plan for dealing with this trial by bringing national attention to it, by talking about it. When the, when the microphones and the cameras are on you, this is what you spoke up about, but she's not, she's not going to do it. Yeah. She, she is getting coverage for saying she's leaving the Democrat party. They're not drawing attention to the fact that she puts anti-whiteness as being part of the rationale. Even that they're trying to, they're trying to, they're, they're just uh, politely stepping over it. Even the even the right wing, probably particularly the right wing uh, news outlets are doing that, right? Well, and see. it's so it's very interesting. Fox News mentions it, and then they show an unflattering picture of her. Oh, and typically, oh. they use a very soft lens, and they yeah, here's a, here's to make a her very, look pretty. They are draw, they are drawing attention to her for saying an elitist cabal of warmongers. And has there been Jews that have jumped out yet saying she's talking about us? Well, that seems to be the direction we're leaning in here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like so, yeah, that's that's what that that is always fun. In that case, I'll, I will I will rather than point the finger at Tulsi, I'll point the finger at Jews. I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. How come someone says elitist cabal of warmongers and you jump up? You immediately, for that? Like, you immediately know on, they're talking man? about like, you. What's that all about? How come you always yeah, know it it's like you? Yeah. That it's like nobody at all. Hey, stop telling. Right it's like elitist cabal of warmongers and like. Nobody. Then Jews. Hey, stop talking about us. <laughs> like if I said a relatively unknown political hack with a pockmarked face who gets preferential treatment from the the opposing uh, Jewish media, I mean I would understand if Tulsi Gabbard stood up and was like, "Hey, stop talking bad about me." This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall. Why is there the somebody mentioned? Face is what would really give it away. Though. Yeah, but, but, but every time you said that without the pockmark face, I might not know who you're talking. But about. I say something without somebody says something that doesn't. They don't mention hook nose. They don't mention uh, backwards angled ears. They don't. But they. <laughs> but you might mention. But you might mention like financial shenanigans, usury, and like warmongering. I, I'm like, hey, hey, that's us. You, know, you, look, you look at uh, J.K. Was it J.K. Rowling's uh, goblins or uh, whatever the fuck those things were? Yeah. And they're like, hey. Those are Jews, Wait, like, it, like the, if you, I guess if you see it, it's you. What is it with the earlobes? Is the Jews have earlobes or don't? Have no, I, I saw some uh, Borzoi and the guys were getting mad. I know there's like, some spurgy. There was some, there was some spurgly post where it's like if the ears are below the eye line and they and they angle like way backward, that's like a Jewish tell. The Jewish ear is bigger than the Jewish nose, but it's like I don't know if that's there's an actual. I don't know if the mode Jew ear like exists. I'd have to. I think I that that's data. probably. It was but a, see, think not every Jew even has a hook nose. It, it was accompanied by a picture of Natalie Bortman, and her ears were like crazy. The way really they big. were. The way, no, no, they're small, but they angle straight. They angle backward, and it, it, it was very, very funny, like diagonal angle on her ears. You're like, huh? Hmm. But it's like that might just be her. I don't know if that's everybody. Hmm. Maybe I can try to find that. No, picture. My ears are pretty, hmm, pretty straight up and down. Kind of big though. It's kind of, kind of goofy actually. I don't know. Whatever. You got small ears. Yeah, I think I have. Kind of uh, got, kind of got like regular ears. ears. Let's mm, see if I can find. So you got to find a kind of gotta, floppy actually. Got to find a profile. Alex, okay. Alex has the floppiest of all. Okay, ears, this was kind of man-made. See, this was now that they were trying to pass this off as a Jewish trait. Well, he looks like an elf. 
Yeah. The way the ears are angled Almost. backwards and they end at, right at the corner of the eye line. This is what they were trying to pass off as a real Jewish physiognomy or phrenology, uh, whatever the fuck that's the word just, is for it. Honestly, at that I point, just, I, you're, thinking, you're overthinking it, frankly. I mean, it's just like... Natalie Portman, Portman also, as like someone who is very beautiful, is obviously a result of gene theft. <laughs> like I consider Jews to be a gene stealer cult in many ways because in order for them to get these these beautiful women that are Jewish, like how much goy blood is involved in this? Like probably right. a lot. How much gene theft has gone into creating Natalie Portman or some of these other – or Gal Gadot or some of these other beautiful uh, Jewish actresses, you know? See, now I pulled Or up, even like Rachel Weiss. See, yeah, know? this is bullshit because here's Bill Crystal. I mean, that, yeah, he's got that, big floppy. He's, he's got the, well, he's got straight up and down <laughs> perfectly fine ears. Like they're indistinguishable from uh, – oh, yeah. God. It's not. It's not. That's so not that's a obviously not a thing. No. Depends on what, which goblin we're looking at. Yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 There's also different. There's also different types of Jewish noses. There's like the hook nose, beak, and then there's like the big bulbous nose All type. Right. My, well, my, yeah. my favorite breakdown is you've got like the orc Jew, you've got the goblin Jew, mm. and then you've got the hawk Jew. Yeah. Those are the three physiognomies. Yes. And there's also the rat. Don't forget goblin, the rat. orc, and hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and for white people, you've got like the human. The and angle. the elf, <laughs> right? And then for blacks, they're just orcs. Yeah. Well, there's like a there's oh, an, I gotta say there's this, an ape um, there's an ape like you know kind of spectrum with blacks too. Like they look more and more like like great apes. Some of them than the other, than others. It's pretty funny. We did an oversight on striking Mike yesterday, and yeah. I gotta say it real quick. And the commenter pointed this out, and he was correct. We were talking about in L.A. Um, there's this this recording that came out of these of these so called progressive Latinos that were talking all this shit on niggers. Okay. <laughs> and they they talk, they were talking shit on this gay council member who has a black son, and they were saying and and they, apparently this black kid doesn't know how to behave and like he he's a really unruly and they, this Latina woman was like, um, whenever that fag brings his black son around like he doesn't behave and the fag the white faggot won't discipline his son so myself and others have had to like try and discipline him but we we can't get him to control himself and i've thought about maybe i'm gonna take him around the corner and, and spank him and basically saying he's black you and she even said he's black you can't raise him like you raise a white kid so uh, it's funny so these are liberal progressive latinks on la city council that are basically talking like fucking stormfront commenters <laughs> you know about race and addition, they, they were talking about other stuff about race. And one of the things they said was they mentioned this guy, George Gascon, who is L.A. County District Attorney. And um, he's like uh, a Cuban, right? He, he presents as Cuban. And they were saying he he's with the blacks. That's what these were saying. They were like, fuck that guy. He's he's with the he sides with blacks on everything. And what somebody said in the comments, which we failed to look up with, is that George Gascon is a Jew. Right. Yeah, um, he, he's only like, thinks Jew, which makes sense because I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." Because most of these sort of like uh, the, the, these mestizos were basically saying they didn't like the Indians, like the actual like the Owakins, because there's like people in L.A. that are in politics that are straight up Owakin, like fucking Indians. They're they're not white. They have no white mixture, and these white mixed these mixed white Indian mestizos don't like them, and they don't like niggers, and they don't like whites. So, so they have their own racial, like mixed race in group preference, and this is what their whole call was about. But then they were talking about this Gascon guy, who you would think might be with them, but he's not, and the reason is because he's a Jew. And uh, and and funny, no, the the fact of the matter is that no one that's white is actually competing in L.A. County. It's fucking just Jews and faggots, and the faggots 
caucus with Jews. Anyway, it was a very interesting call. We played a lot of it on Striking Mike, but I just wanted to say George Gascon is a Jew. And after looking it up, it was like, oh, my God, the level of, like, shit about this dude in Jewish press in L.A. is, like, unbelievable. So, yeah, that made sense. sense. And I was thinking, like, I was kicking myself for not thinking that 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 might be the case. So, yeah. All right. Let's take a break and go have some lunch. Let's do that. I just discovered an annoying issue I have to fix. That'll be fun. All right. We'll be uh, back in a minute. You are listening to The Daily Shower. As racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, isn't it funny? La 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 la! 